there was a case where um, the husband went for a six months treatment with uh, herbs and acupuncture. Um, and eventually after six months, they came in and said they're pregnant naturally with the, with, with the help of um, herbs and, and acupuncture. Chinese medicine has helped many couples to achieve pregnancy. And early Chinese medical literature indicates fertility treatment can increase and strengthen men's sperm. TCM treatments are becoming more popular for couples with fertility problems, especially after they've tried every Western treatment. So in the next 30 minutes or so, you will learn about the TCM approach, how they treat infertility, and a couple of success stories. All this with my special guest today. My guest today is a traditional Chinese medicine TCM physician with well-trained skills in acupuncture and knowledge in internal medicine. Mainly focuses on treating gynecological and fertility issues with acupuncture and herbal medicines at Sea Fertility TCM Center. She also has interest in TCM stress management. She's a graduate from RMIT Australia with double degrees in Bachelor of Health Science and Bachelor of Applied Science Chinese Medicine. Also an alumnus of International Medical University and Nanjing University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. She completed her studies for Chinese medicine in both English and Mandarin background, giving her the ability to communicate well with patients of different backgrounds. So if you're ready, it's time to man up with Lee E. Jin. Hello, E. Jin. How are you? Hi, good. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me today. Thank you for being on the show. You know, I'm quite uh, interested in this topic because uh, I see TCM being uh, quite popular nowadays. Maybe people are more open about it as a primary or supplementary uh, treatment for many conditions, many conditions. And today for our purpose, we want to talk about uh, TCM that can help male infertility. So, Ijin, maybe uh, you can, we can start off with the approach of TCM in treating infertility and how it is different from the mainstream approach. Hmm, yeah, um, well, we were talking through an email when you contacted me and I remember how you told me that your main purpose for uh, creating videos are actually to spread awareness about men's health and fertility. So I would like to start off by saying many couples out there with trouble getting pregnant often tend to have the woman going for checkups and, and treatments. Um, but the truth is up to 60% of infertility cases uh, actually involves difficulties from the men as well. So let me start off by saying what causes these cases of men infertility. Um, men infertility are actually often divided into two types, so two causes. One can be related to the function of male sexual organs, such as erectile dysfunction, which uh, you had an interview before as well, and also low sex drive. Um, whereas the other is related to um, sperm defects, so um, the reasons why we divide into these two categories because men with sperm defect may not always have functional problems and likewise. So those with uh, ED may not necessarily have sperm defects as well. So to answer your questions regarding our approach for treating infertility, it is actually to find out the cause of infertility first. Um, now we know that um, a pregnancy needs to start off with a healthy seed and that would mean healthy genes from both 
the father and the mother. So one of the one of the biggest challenge in fertility field is actually to improve the quality of the sperm and the egg for a successful pregnancy. Um, this is not just for natural pregnancy, but also for IVF procedures. Because more and more couples are planning to start a family at an older age, causing issues like um, poor embryo quality or um, for some women, early ovarian failure, um, even poor sperm quality. Um, and in fact, these are the reasons why TCM actually slowly becomes widely accepted as a complementary treatment for infertility. Because um, these are... Even IVF has its limitations in improving the quality of the sperm and egg. So many couples tend to feel obligated to go on and try traditional medicine instead. Um, but not just because of age, we are also having to see more and more younger couples having troubles with getting pregnant. And why is that? The answer is actually timing. Um, it is very important to catch the timing for the sperm and the egg to meet. So for the wife, being able to calculate their ovulation time is important for a fertile window. Whereas for the husband, they will be expected to have sexual de desire during the woman's fertile window. So um, even though it is normal for men to have higher sexual drive compared to a woman because of their hormones, specifically the testosterone, but in modern society, the, the stress factors from our so-called work-life balance mm. um, tend to have affected our hormone levels, causing problems like low sexual desire, erectile dysfunction, and, and in actually in many younger men. So as you can see, the types of causes for male infertility determines how we actually approach. It's not just in TCM, I believe in Western um, complementary medicine as well. So, but in terms of the difference with our mainstream treatments, I don't think there's much difference because as a matter of fact, what we try and do to help with men infertility is to go hand in hand with um, um, Western medicine treatments. For example, cases with severe sperm defects, um, Western doctors would probably prescribe hormonal medications, usually for a three months duration. And during this time, we would also encourage patients to go for acupuncture or even take herbs to try and improve their body's function and, and metabolism. Yeah, so um, the answer is actually we have to know what the cause is first. You did mention earlier that 60% of couples with infertility actually see a problem on the men's side as well. In your experience, Ejin, how forthcoming are men to be treated? Because I think it's usually the woman that goes in for all those checks. And those checks are more often than not time-consuming and can also be quite painful. Whereas for men, it's easier to do a 5-minute sperm drop. Am I right? Yes, that's, that's true, actually. Um, usually when we, we tell patients or, or couples that comes into our clinic and, and, and uh, uh, never done any tests before, they want to know what's their problem, one of the easiest um, steps, first step to do is actually for the men to go for a sperm test because compared to women doing checkups and men doing checkups, women have to go through scans, blood tests, many other, even x-rays procedure from some, for some cases, to, to find out what their, their body is like. Whereas for men, um, of course, eliminating the fact that if they, they don't have any sexual dysfunction, um, just going for a simple sperm test would help to eliminate a lot of um, the, 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 the causes for, for infertility. So I guess it's a good reminder for men watching this or listening to this podcast, maybe you should uh, consider going for a sperm test 
uh, before your wife goes for all those uh, uh, medical checks because I know my wife went for a check as well and it can be quite painful. Uh, that's what she tells me. Anyway, Ijin, uh, let's continue. Um, what is the success rate of TCM in treating men with infertility issues? I really hope I can give you an answer on this, but uh, unfortunately, we don't have many studies done in Malaysia, uh, specifically in men fertility, that can give a statistic for a successful rate. Um, one of the reasons being actually Chinese medicine is not as openly recognized in Malaysia as compared to other countries like uh, Australia, China or, or Taiwan. So researchers are actually very limited. But uh, since we do now that all the we are able to go online and search for for certain research so there are some studies done overseas um, and you will be surprised to know how many other countries are actually also um, doing a lot of research on on chinese herbal medicine as natural remedies to to help improve unknown cause of male infertility cases so one of the studies that i searched um, i found online that they found out that um, 92.5 percent of successful male infertility cases collected from a hospital in Taiwan actually involved the use of um, traditional medicine, herbal medicines. So um, that tells you something about um, the the effect. And also, um, even though I can't give you a statistic specifically on male infertility. But there is actually a research um, done on implantation success rate with IVF before and after acupuncture. So this study was actually conducted with um, the data collected from our clinic, C Fertility, from the year 2015 to 2016 by the students of um, IMU, which is the, the school, the uni that I studied in. So the studies actually showed 60% or a little bit more increase in the number of successful pregnancy after going for traditional Chinese medicine treatment, um, which includes possibly acupuncture and or herbs. So you can actually know from that a lot of other research online about effect of um, traditional Chinese medicine in treating other fertility conditions as, as, as well. So such as implantation uh, and preventing miscarriage, um, regulating period cycles with PCOS cases, and even for women with poor ovary function. Yeah, so there are many, many other um, research is done online that you can find to find the effectiveness of traditional Chinese medicine. Maybe we, we don't have the, the numbers here, but uh, I'm sure you have uh, successful cases that maybe you can mention about. Yeah, well, um, like, you, like you say, comparing male and in female infertility cases, it will be a bit difficult to find more cases for male infertility, but we do have a few patients where... Um, most of them who actually comes in and find uh, seek for help from us are some that has completely zero number of, of sperm. And in those cases, normally when they come into the clinic and find us, um, they are already probably most likely going through certain Western treatments as well with like uh, hormone injections or like supplements. But sometimes those treatments might not see an effective, uh, an obvious effect uh, in their sperm count as well. So after seeing us, we suggested going for several sessions of uh, acupuncture and herbal medicine. We actually are able to find at least 1% to 2% increase in their sperm count, which sounds like a small number, but it actually makes a big difference, for, for especially for IVF cases. 
Um, uh, other than that, we also have a few cases where some husbands found out they have low sperm uh, movement, motility, and 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 shape morphology, um, and even even though they go for IUI procedures where, where sperm specimens are pre-selected and inseminated into the uterus, they still can't get pregnant, and there's no other reasons to why. The only thing that we can suspect is possibly the sperm is still not strong enough. So there was a case where um, the husband went for six months treatment with. Uh, herbs and acupuncture um, and eventually after six months they came in and said they're pregnant naturally with the, with, with the help of um, herbs and, and acupuncture so yeah that's a few cases that's great you know correct me if i'm wrong but um, apart from the chinese community other people would probably go for western or mainstream uh, treatment first and then when they find it's not successful and they can't do anything else, then only they go for TCM treatment. And, you know, do you think they are coming, coming too late will uh, lessen their chances? Or would you like to advise them to, you know, I mean, a lot of doctors these days are doing Western and also TCM at the same time. Do you think coming earlier for TCM treatment can help? Or going hand in hand while you're doing Western medicine, you're also doing TCM. Would that be better? Of course, I would say both going for it. Yeah for TCM and, and Western together. But the thing with with um, the medicine field right now is that there are a lot of um, questions about herbs that are being used. Even with our clinics who are, we would say we're, we're specialized in, in treating fertility case. We would still hear words from other doctors who would say that um, they are a bit suspicious with what we use as the herbs because they tend to have many stories out there that herbs may give side effects or etc. So some people would be reluctant, less reluctant to actually want to go on for traditional uh, treatments right away. And the reason why they actually end up coming to us is because they find that even Western treatments are quite limited in, in the sense of their choice of treatments because uh, it all comes down to hormones, in, um, medications or injections, not, nothing else. So mm. what we can actually provide is something different from their field. So a lot um, of people would end up coming to us after going for different field, uh, going through everything that they can do, which comes down to, yes, it would be better if they are more aware about what we can provide for them and then try together with what they're going through with the Western uh, treatments and all. Okay, so Ijin, before we dive in uh, into the problem itself, uh, how does a TCM practitioner like yourself describe infertility and what is it that is causing this problem? Um, okay, uh, let's start by simplifying some theory in Chinese medicine for your understanding. Um, so first of all, the most original theory about Chinese medicine is, is the function of internal organs. So these internal organs include our heart, our lungs, our liver, stomach, kidney, etc. But when we mention these organs, we're actually not really referring to the ones that you usually hear from um, Western doctors. It's not the organs that we actually can see under x-rays or, or scans. Because um, if you think about it, back in the ancient days, we don't exactly have x-ray machines to look inside our body and tell what's there or what they do. Um, in fact, in our theory, these internal organs are actually just a name to refer to their function that they represent. So, for example, um, let's say our heart 
So our heart is actually, um, it has an organ to, to, to pump blood, but in Chinese medicine, heart governs a spirit. So let's say if you want to keep calm, if you are feeling um, nervous, it's all coming from the heart. So having a calm spirit is a, a key to um, having, let's say, good sleep, uh, for instance. Or, uh, for example, more related to fertility would be the kidney's function. So uh, the kidney that we're talking about here is not really the kidney that um, we hear about urination system. It's more an organ function that is storing our prenatal essence. So that is um, for our growth, also for our reproductive system. So meaning anything related to essence of reproduction comes from the kidney. And the thing is, our essence doesn't really come naturally since birth. It slowly builds up and it gets mature as we grow. So we can see this changes through our signs of puberty, for instance, in boys, as their kidney essence starts to mature, they will show in their voice change, their hair growth, their um, body changes. Whereas for girls, it's obvious uh, indication is um, having starting their menstruation. So in other words, it's like um, aging. So aging is also reflected with the sufficiency of our kidney essence. Um, the reason why we have a prime age for fertility is actually also related to the abundance of our kidney essence. So between, for men, between 24 to 40 years old is actually their prime years uh, to be fertile because age, before the age of 24, we believe that the kidney essence may not be mature enough to produce healthy sperm. And after age 40, most men's kidney essence starts depleting, which will also affect the quality of the sperm. And when it comes to relationship with infertility, the first thing we need is a healthy sperm. And since its quality comes from the kidney essence, for cases with poor sperm quality, we normally diagnose it with poor kidney function or in other words, kidney deficiency. Um, but like I say, the, the number that I gave age between 24 and 40, it's not um, always relevant for every individual. Some people are born with better constitution, so they tend to be able to be stronger even after past age 40 or for some men they they mature even earlier age so they can maybe possibly be um still be able to be fertile before age 24 so the the, the number here is just a, a reference lah. and one thing that uh, tcm practitioners always talk about is the yin and yang uh, maybe you can explain about the yin and yang method and how it affects our body the, the yin and yang relationship is sort of like how men and women comes together to create babies. Uh, women representing the yin part and men representing the yang part. But this doesn't mean that a woman has no yin, no yong yang or men has no yin. It actually means actually every individual, we both have yin and yang in us. It's just that the difference is the matter of dominance of yin or yang. So for male fertility case, sufficient yang is very important to maintain the sexual organ function, including erectile function, uh, sexual desire. In fact, the yang is actually a, a reflection of our sexual desire in both men and women. It's just that as men has more yang, are, are more yang dominant, they naturally would have more sexual desire than women. Um, and that's why it's also normal that most men will go through behaviors of masturbation at a younger age to fulfill their sexual desire. However, the issue with men fertility these days is also partially related to low sex drive and, and erectile dysfunction. So when it comes to treating men's sexual dysfunction, we, we normally focus on 
strengthening their yang energy of the reproductive system. So in a way, by having sufficient yang, it actually helps maintaining their sexual desire or even helps with treating ED, which will be able to um, increase their chance of, of pregnancy. Uh, you spoke a bit about uh, masturbation just now. Does masturbating um, often affect TCM treatment or how often should couple have sex if undergoing TCM treatment? Mm, there is a theory in, in Chinese medicine that says excessive sexual activity can overexert the kidney essence in the, in the long term. So this will lead to um, um, kidney deficiency, which we mentioned just now. Um, the fact that men ejaculates during intercourse is actually a form of exerting kidney essence. And this includes masturbation as well. So this is why when men go for sperm tests, even Western doctors would suggest not to have intercourse or masturbation two to five days before the test, but at the same time still maintain a healthy sexual activity about two weeks prior to the test. This is so that the sperm can keep its activeness, uh, but also doesn't affect its, its count. This theory is usually quite strongly argued by, by many modern researchers um, because we, we can find a lot of um, studies online that says there is a lot of health benefits with sexual activity, so by, such as um, improving moods or, or lowering blood pressure. So what, what I tend to apply here is actually any behavior done too much is, is never good, especially if it comes to being a bit compulsive. Therefore, when we tell couples to try naturally during their fertile window, we don't mean like every day or even more than two, three times a day. It, um, to us, trying actually once every two days is sufficient to have a chance of pregnancy. Uh, one way to think of it is actually so that the body can reserve the sperm number from each intercourse since healthy sperm's um, lifespan can be up to three days. So it is possible to meet an ovulated egg uh, on the following day. And another reason to, to have not to have too frequent intercourse is also because to maintain a positive sexual desire between couples. Um, I have met a lot of patients that will start to get stressed out or even have repulsive feelings when they think of having sex as a task. So maintaining a positive desire from sexual activity would be helpful too for the relationship. So too frequent sex can exert the energy. But what about less frequent sex? I mean, some couples might have sex only during the fertility window. And some men might think he's saving all his best sperm for the most crucial timing. And if it doesn't work, the next time the couple have sex is only during the next fertility window. Is that bad? Uh, okay. Um... Like I say, having a positive sexual desire is, is a good thing. So there, there are a lot of um, factors that's causing people to have less sexual desire these days. Like I mentioned in the beginning, stress could be one thing. So a lot of people, when if they find that having sex is, is stressful to them, they will tend to uh, mark it down as, okay, that means fertile window is only the time when I should try because we have an aim, we have a purpose for this. And then they don't tend to have it during other times just for desired purposes. In that case, we would actually see these cases as, um, in a way, kidney deficient because they're having low sexual desire. Mm -hmm. So these kind of cases, even though they are not let's say if let's say they are not really looking to to have a, a kid in even near future we would still say that if it, it will be better if you come and regulate your body just to induce that um 
um, sexual desire that to, for yourself. It's actually normal in, in a sense. Let's go to the fun part. What are the TCM treatments available for infertility? Um, common treatments that we have uh, with Chinese medicine, um, there are acupuncture, uh, herbal medicines, even moxibustion. So pretty sure most people are familiar with what acupuncture is. So basically, it's a traditional therapy that uses uh, one-time disposable thin and very fine needles to insert into the body's acupuncture points. So the function of acupuncture is actually to stimulate qi and blood circulation, um, other words, energy circulation throughout the body, helping to transport nutrients to every organ functions. Um, on the other hand, herbal medicines are actually like um, the most more commonly known are like ginseng, red dates, ginger, etc. So we have up to thousands and hundred types of herbs to use, but it is important to use the right one for each condition. Um, and as for moxibustion that I mentioned, it is actually a heat type therapy that we often use together with acupuncture to provide a warming effect. So this is usually more used in cases with cold constitution. Yeah, so the, the overall, the types of uh, treatments that we have are acupuncture together with moxibustion uh, and usually with herbs as well. If someone has male infertility problems, uh how often does he has to un undergo this treatment? Is it a weekly thing? Or how often normally, do they have to with, uh, normally with acupuncture, we would suggest to go for once a week. Um, and then with herbs, it will be better to go on, to take them, it, it will be suggested to take them every day. But there is, of course, a time period to try to see whether, because only going for, for Chinese medicine treatments is not always the choice. I mean, there are also checkups that you should do to eliminate whether there is other uh, other problems in the body. So normally we would say you can try for two to three months to see whether there is a, a result from it. And if there isn't, then we might uh, suggest look out for other checkups or other possibility to see what else we can do as well. So there's a lot of, looks like there's a lot of treatments in TCM. Uh, which treatment is most suitable for treating infertility in men? Um, this is actually very frequent asked questions by patients. There is no absolute answer to this. The difference between acupuncture and herbal medicine is actually that acupuncture can stimulate the body's circulation, whereas herbs actually provide the resources the body needs to function. So depending on the condition the patient has, some requires improving their circulation, whereas some need replenishment. However, most cases are usually a combination of both. So I'll give an example. One of the common diagnoses that we have with a male infertility is we call liver qi stagnation with kidney deficiency or in layman term, poor qi circulation with the lack of reproductive essence. So qi stagnation is due to stress uh, or lack of exercise and the kidney deficiency part could be because of um, of age or unhealthy diet. Um, if you think about it, our circulation and nutrients are just as important to keep our body healthy. So it's the same as how we need to exercise and also to have a healthy diet to keep our metabolism strong. So if if let's say the chi the is stagnated or circulation is not good, nutrients will have trouble getting through. But if nutrients is lacking, it cannot. It can also um, lack the nourishment to to the organs. So it will lead to problems such as poor sperm quality or even sexual dysfunction. 
And for this instance, acupuncture and herbal medication will both be recommended to increase the effectiveness. But I, I find that most uh, husbands are, are usually less persistent with any sort of treatments. doesn't matter if acupuncture or, or herbal medicine. A lot of husbands who, who we suggested to go for acupuncture once a week um, hardly are persistent, as persistent as their wife. Or even those that we prescribe herbs, amount, same amount of herbs for their wife, often they take their herbs, they don't really, they have extra herbs, they don't really take it on time. So this could be related to the way men oversee their fertility conditions, never really like to face their problems directly. Or face the pain, is it painful? <laughs> it's hard to answer because everyone has different pain tolerance. But like I mentioned, acupuncture is a very thin, fine needle. So it's not, you can't compare it uh, as the ones where we uh, get blood from. Um, but normally, usually the after effect of acupuncture is what we are looking for. So the relaxing part, um, feeling more at calm after acupuncture. And most people, they would feel that and they have better sleep afterwards. Yeah, that is what we try and tell patients to um to have a mind set on so that they don't get too worried, nervous about the, the session during acupuncture. Are there any needles going to the private parts of the men? Uh, no. Normally, um, because acupuncture points are, are located around the whole body. And even though I said we, like I say, actually, what we want to focus on treating for men infertility is their kidneys function. So what that means is we will choose points along the kidney meridian or kidney channel. So throughout that kidney channel, it will be around our abdomen, our inner thighs, our inner legs, not so much at the private area. Yeah, so we don't don't have any acupuncture done around that, that session. So treating the kidney essence, of course, is a priority. Also, what about treating the sperm quality or quantity? Can TCM improve that? Um, when we say it provides the resources, medicine, herbal medicine provides resources for kidney essence. It's actually referring to improving the sperm quality. Um, but the way we improve sperm quality is not just by directly giving giving energy to, to the sperm, not like how you mentioned the injections done um, to, to a man. Um, it's actually by improving the overall health condition and the metabolism of the male patient. So in terms of um, balancing their qi, blood, their yin and yang. So once we have that balance, a lot of times they, it would improve the formation of sperm inside their body. However, we usually do encourage patients to combine treatment from traditional uh, aspect and Western aspect in severe cases, such as taking supplements or uh, hormone injections together with acupuncture and herbal medicine so that they can get the best of both worlds. Speaking of the herbal medicine, what herbs are recommended for infertility? There are many types of herbs, like I mentioned, up, up to thousands and hundreds types. So it's very hard to answer this question because it really depends on your diagnosis. Um, but I'll give some examples. So for patients, let's say, with conditions of um, poor energy that leads to frequent tiredness or, or uh, low sex drive in this case, um, in this kind of cases, ginseng would be suitable to, to boost their energy so that they feel more energetic and they might have more um, um, energy to, to, to try and have sex in that case. But for, let's say, cases with um, stress-associated erectile dysfunction, then herbs 
that helps to calm a person or include an aura that helps with circulation would be helpful. One example would be um, rose tea, we call it mei gui hua. Um, this herbs has the function to help ease a person's um, uh, circulation, calm their mind as well. So yeah, but of course, patients like this, we would normally also recommend proper counseling therapy if necessary to help to go hand in hand with our treatment. Whereas also for those with poor sperm count or, or quality, usually we would use herbs that enhances, uh, replenishes their kidney essence. So for example, would be, um, I'm not sure if uh, you heard of horny goat wheat uh, or goji berries. So these are actually, yeah, goji berries is very commonly heard, but um, these herbs are, are often used to help to boost that kidney essence. But the thing with um, herbs like this is that uh, they tend to have a warmer nature. So naturally, it creates more heat in the body. Um, and for men who already has sufficient yang, taking excessive herbs like this will actually cause undesired um, effect. So it is, like I say, it's important to see what your syndrome is first before going on and taking herbs. So that means it's also important to see the physician first before you take it because I presume these this herbs, you can buy it online or anywhere and you can just take it yourself. And if you yeah. don't know what you're doing to your body, you could actually be you know, getting the, the wrong outcome. So you yeah. should see a physician or a TCM practitioner. Yes, usually we would recommend to see a, a, a physician first before actually going on to take any medications, any herbs. Yeah. All right, that's a good idea. So if you want to see a TCM practitioner, how do we find a legit and authorized TCM doctor? What should we find out first before going for treatment? To find an authorized TCM doctor is not as simple in Malaysia as, uh, as in, in Australia. So unfortunately in Malaysia, um, the TNCM Act, short for Traditional and Complementary Medicine Act, has not yet opened its registration for physicians like us. So previously we had many non-government associations that uh, where we can actually register our, our uh, license with, but now that they are not recognized anymore, all our records of certified physicians get spread out everywhere. So until MOH actually enforces the act, which I believe will be taking a bit long, longer now, given the situation. Um, there really is no direct way to search up our registration via a government site. But um, I would say nowadays, actually, a lot of legit physicians will be very open about their qualification. So you can try asking for name cards or asking where their certificate are got, got from. Um, usually, they would have a degree uh, of Chinese medicine from either China University or like a local universities, or even in my case from Australia. So don't be afraid to ask for their name cards or don't be afraid to ask them for their background. It's always okay to ask. That's good to know. And of course, they can come and find you at Sea Fertility. Uh, we'll have the links for Ejin's clinic uh, on our description uh, below. Now, there's a lot of information online. And, you know, sometimes we don't know whether it's uh, correct information or not. Like uh, my wife and I, because we've been trying to have a baby and we thought that we try yoga, you know, maybe it could help. And we've been doing mm. yoga and then she read something online which says yoga is uh, not good for people to, who are trying to have uh, 
a, a babies because there's a, it's a warm yoga or something. And there's different types of yoga anyway. But just uh, generally, Ijin, generally, uh, can couples do yoga if they are using TCM to try and conceive? Um, yes, the answer is because normally we would encourage couples to exercise frequently, regularly to help with their body's function. So yoga is one type of exercise that we normally would recommend because um, uh, you can't agree, uh, disagree that a lot of people nowadays, they when they think about exercising, they feel like, well, it's it's a lot of effort to actually go run and stuff. But when you when yoga is actually a type of exercise where you don't really need a lot of space and it's slower in motion. Um, but the thing with yoga or like qigong or tai chi, for instance, these type of exercises, they, they include breathing techniques, which is actually known to be effective for stress relief and blood circulation. So this can be beneficial for sexual functions. Plus, uh, the effect of improving our circulation can also help with supplying resources for the kidney essence. So this is also relevant to our sperm quality as well. I would say if you can go on with yoga, definitely try it out. Uh, it's not a harm to go with it, especially when it comes to um, getting a better, a healthier life as well. I'm sure my wife will be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Ijin, uh, it's been very enlightening, all the information that you've given us. But uh, before you go, uh, do you have any advice for couples or men uh, who are trying to get pregnant? Well, actually, if you're having trouble getting pregnant and it's actually been um, for a long time, uh, I would say if let's say you've been trying for more than six months and yet haven't really been able to see any results, I really would recommend, suggest the husband to go for a sperm test to first to eliminate their cause because in a way it's it's faster than uh, getting the wife to go for a gynae checkup and do all, all sorts of x-rays checkup scans and all etc um, if you can just eliminate your cause for it so um yeah i would usually recommend that's that's my my advice for for the couples out there actually trying to to get pregnant uh Ijin, it's been lovely thank you so much for being on the show and uh telling us all about tcm and how it can help us especially men who are having difficulty uh trying to get pregnant thank you so much thank you thank you for having me i hope i helped <laughs> that was lee Ijin, tcm physician at c fertility tcm center at damansara heights kuala lumpur for more information about C Fertility, you can click on their website. The link is in our description below. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram.